I'm Alicia. And I'm Ashley. And we are Murd Nerds. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, fellow Murd Nerds, for another week of true crime. If you're new to our listenership, Murd Nerds is a weekly true crime podcast that covers cases of the missing, unsolved, and just downright bizarre. It's hosted by myself, Alicia, and my lifelong best friend, Ashley, and our producer and editor, Jeremy Ashley. And Jeremy, give the listeners a warm welcome. It's a little, it's kind of <laughs> cold. We're having a face-off? I don't know what it's called. We're eye to eye going, right, you go first. You go first. <laughs> Hi. Welcome, listeners. I miss you this week. Or have I? Did you listen to Golden Image Podcast? Did you listen to Indiana Chiefs fans? Maybe you listen to Tusop. That's where you can find me all week long. <laughs> that was the warmest welcome. That was. Ashley's was like frigid. Soap, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> Before we start this week's episode, how are the both of you doing? I am great. I'm great. Jay, how you I'm, doing? The, I'm actually doing pretty good. I mean, good. Uh, it's, it, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Things things are going on in every direction, and I feel we're that. just dealing with it. I feel that. If you've listened to us before, you'll know that each week we ask each other a question just to loosen us up for talking a whole bunch and to get our minds working. You know using the old thinker box. So this week's question from yours truly is, what's the best book that you've ever read? The best book I've ever, like ever? Yeah, ever. In is it relative years Is it relative life? to age? Mm, just what's the first thing that pops into your mind when you think book? <laughs> A Court of Thorns and Roses. <laughs> but you, but have you read I'm, that? I'm reading it right now, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm on the third, uh, third, the fourth book. It's 3.5. It's a novella. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. It, the, so the books are fucking great. Um, is it the best book I've ever read? It has taken over my life, quite literally. Um, it, it might be, but if we're doing it relative to age, it would probably be Twilight. Yeah, I know. Because at chasing that, that age, feeling forever, the first time I ever read Twilight. Now I look back and I'm like, that book was tr- fucking trash. It was trash. And you know what? So bad. All Akatar is, is that for our age group. Mm-hmm. So it's the same situation. Mm-hmm. Jay? Uh, I can give you two. Is that all right? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Um, one would be um, Les Miserables. You guys yeah. ever, you ever read Les Miserables? No. <laughs> uh, I wasn't much of a reader in high school, but it, but it was one of those we had to do. And I'm fucking, I really enjoyed it. I, I have never, I, I couldn't sit through the musical movie. I know everybody says it was great and shit, but, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't stand it. I don't like musicals. So, I mean, it just, I wanted the, the story. There was another movie of Les Miserables, which wasn't, wasn't as musical, but I did, I think I did watch that, but. Uh, and the other one is The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, so good. I never read the book. I just watched the movie. So the book good. is Great. the book is like everything else. Is there's more stuff in the book that right. 
I actually read the book before I seen the movie. I think I read it years before the movie even that came out. That would be that would be fun. What a treat. Yeah. Can I say something that's going to make me sound super stupid and uneducated? <laughs> oh, just this once? Just this one time. <laughs> I know it's rare. Within this half hour I time never <laughs> say the title of the first book that you said because I never know how to say it. Oh no, I, I think that's common. Never it's said French. it. I have never said it. I don't think ever in my life. I've never said it. It looks like less I hate miserable. It. It's like foyer. <laughs> Is it foyer? I don't like to say that word because I don't. I'm not sure if I'm saying it right ever. I uh, actually, when like I said, we read that in high school, and I had a woman that uh, would come in when I worked at Butterfly. Uh, the record store, it's long gone now, but that sounds like what a cool job. Oh, it was a great yeah. job, it, especially as a you know, as a musician's senior in high school. I worked at a record store, hell yeah, mm-hmm. I did. Uh, she actually brought me pictures of when they went to New York and saw Les Miserables on Broadway, really. So, yeah, how cool! Less miserable is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's those are my <clears throat> two. That is cool. I just envision your job at the record store. You saw Empire Records, right? Have you seen that movie? I, oh man, it's been a long, long, that's long all time. I think. It's that movie, it's so I'm good. picturing the beginning of Half Baked. <laughs> i'm gonna tell you man working there was was great i i loved it uh the camaraderie uh you know i was kind of in charge of the well cassettes and cds at that time and not in charge but you know that's that was my selling point they sold tvs and and audio equipment there too but you know they had commissioned sales people for that shit yeah i was the guy you know selling you your music yeah that's you know, so you. I, that it is was. the coolest fucking name for a record store too. It was. They, it was two of them. They had the they had uh, the Butterfly and um, Butterfly Records. So one was an actual guitar shop. That's amazing. Nice. I am insanely curious to hear Alicia. Which book is your favorite book that you've um, ever read? I didn't pick one because I just have a hard time. You putting fucking bitch. One book above the rest. Uh, but the most <laughs> recent book that I finished that I can't get over is All Good People Here, which was written by Crime Junkie host Ashley Flowers. And it's set in our area, particularly in a town not too far from us. So holy shit, this book literally had me on the edge of my seat. I didn't put it down. I finished it in record time. Because I was just, I mean, I was falling asleep and I was like, I gotta finish the book. Um, but yeah, uh, just when I thought I had everything figured out in this book, I was spun right on my ass and nope, I was wrong. Really? Every God. single time. All right, I'm gonna and, read it. I'm in the it. ending, it made me sick to my stomach. Like I felt icky. And then I had to communicate it to Roy because, you know, misery loves company. Mm-hmm. And then he had a nightmare about. <gasps> The situation oh my in relativity to our family. He's so he is. Bless his heart. Uh, speaking of books, I'd like to give a quick little shout out to the newest podcast coming to Golden Mojo Entertainment, A Court of Books and Booze. Woo! Woo! <laughs> I love both those things. A Court of Books and Booze. <laughs> in that amount. <laughs> it's not. The, let, me, let me make sure that our listeners understand it's not a court. It's a court, court. yes, like not a court. the king's court. court. Yeah, because when I when or they a first basketball uh, court when they, when they <laughs> first told me about it, I'm like a court. That's you know that's a lot. That's of booze. a lot of booze. <laughs> I'll a lot of take books. it. 
Uh, A Court of Books and Booze is hosted by three of my best friends, Skylar of Golden Image Podcast, his wife and my future wife, Jessica, and also my future wife, Amanda. If you're a lover of books, this is... Surely that's the podcast the, for you. That's the most interesting harem I've ever heard of. <laughs> so nonchalant, like just kept going. Like <laughs> The three of them get together and talk about their most recent reads while sipping their favorite drink, discussing the books, the likes, the dislikes, the theories, and reviewing them. So give them a listen if you're a bookworm. Definitely check them out. They're hoot and holler. Love them. Go do the thing. All the things. So I think it's I think it's going to be a great show. The oh, yeah. the uh, chapter 0 come out on uh the January 13th. 15th, yeah. yeah. Um they're going to do I think we're doing bi-weekly. Don't hold me to that, but uh Being bi sounds like them. <laughs> I have a plan. <laughs> okay. I have a plan for this podcast. So what I'm going to do is Wait. I'm going to for court or for murders? <laughs> uh, for a court of books and booze. Okay. And boobs. Ah, uh, court of books and boobs. <gasps> That's their only fan's name. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's just <laughs> them all reading books, but like. But topless. topless. Yes. <laughs> I am ah. so fucking down for this. No face, though. No face. The book stays here in front of the face. <laughs> So the boobs can be seen. You got to keep that by the viewer anonymity. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So and my then plan- on the other on the other side of that, there's going to be another one called a court of books and penises. <laughs> books and balls. A, co- a court of pages and penises. <laughs> oh. And you just paper cuts all day. <laughs> oh no! Oh, listen, no. listen, listen, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a court of books and booze is out. Please go listen <laughs> okay. to it. Let's let's Please. move on. Oh, okay, we're not making fun of them. We're just this. No, some not at all. This is this is fucking dumb shit. We, we make say. fun of everyone, including <laughs> ourselves. So I just think that's great, though. But I like the books and boobs. Books would, and balls, just balls laying on pages of books. Books and balls. God, there's a, there's something here. There's so much potential. There's so much marketing potential here. <laughs> anyway, okay. Back to the sincerity in this. Uh, today's case is one I found on Facebook and have had saved in my log on Facebook for so long. And I follow an unsolved cases group. It was posted by someone close to um, the person that is missing. Um, I read the entire synopsis of his disappearance and just couldn't believe that this situation happened at all. The vast majority of the information I'm getting for this episode is directly from that Facebook group, Finding James Daniels, which is led and admined by people close to him and very close to the case and the information. So I'll be sure to link their uh, the Facebook group in the show notes and on our social media posts as well. So aside from the Facebook group, my sources also include The Charlie Project, a Reddit article from uh, Sister Riot Girl, the Facebook group Arizona Unsolved unidentified and missing and local news eight so this is the disappearance of james who also goes by jd daniels jr i want to start this off by saying uh the news reports of this man are practically non-existent the story that is being put out into the media looks to me like it's 
1000% spearheaded by the friends and family of JD, which to me is just a obvious damn shame. Um, that's why my resources have entirely been through online forums from the words of those closest to him mm-hmm. and not news articles. Mm-hmm. The news article that I sourced was a very short one. Very, very small blurb. So James Daniels Jr., who I will be referring to as JD, was born on October 13th, 1978. From what I've seen of JD, he looks like just quite the character. He seems like more of the alternative kind. He wore his hair in a mohawk, um, was always the kind um, in the pictures to like look goofy, make goofy faces, just just be a character all around. Um, he even wore a kilt a lot. So funny enough, he not only went by the nickname JD, but he also went by the nickname Mojo. Hmm. Yeah. Originally from Jackson, Wyoming, JD was helping a friend, Tony, move from Lake Tahoe to Mississippi in August of 2021. They were traveling at the end of August with Tony's rescue brown and white Cavalier King Spaniels, King James, oh my goodness. Wow. His brown and white Cavalier King Charles Spaniel pup, Penny. I thought you were trying to say a, a type of car. I was no. like, Jesus Christ, dog. Okay. Wait, we got a mojo and we got a Penny? Yeah. Isn't that weird? You know, Penny is Gunner's yes, dog. Yes, I know. Oh, I thought you were going to quiz me and I knew the freaking answer. Oh, right. God. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, JD was helping Tony move along with Penny, the the pup. Um so I'm not sure exactly what route they took from Mississippi or to Mississippi, but from my understanding from people that have gone around the same kind of stretch, it's pretty grueling, especially during the hot, dry summers. On August 21st, J.D., Penny, and Tony were in Arizona. So to set the scene a little bit, J.D. and Penny were traveling in a box truck, one that you'd use for moving large furniture, and not a U-Haul. I want to specify it was not a U-Haul van. Or U-Haul truck. Uh, Tony was driving in his Chevy truck with a flatbed trailer behind it, hauling all of his belongings for the move. On the evening of August 21st, they were driving north on Highway 93 in Arizona, specifically between the towns of Kingman and Wickenburg. Um, So Wickenburg is outside of Phoenix and Kingman is cutting close to the Nevada-Arizona border. Um which is a pretty far distance. For reference, the travel time between these two towns is nearly two hours. This whole stretch of road from truck drivers who commented on the Facebook page, this road is dangerous. And not because of the road itself being dangerous, but it's just like a lot of desert road. Um, It's really dark. Uh, There's no cops for miles and miles. The roads um, aren't traveled a whole lot. It's just kind of a scary place to be, especially 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 if you're not familiar with the area. So it's just like two straight hours of just nothing. Pretty much. Which is, from my understanding, a whole lot of what the Southwest is, is just roads yeah, and roads through deserts. That gives me anxiety just to think about yes. being on that road. Like, oh, like what exactly. if you get a flat tire? Oh. What if you, you know, what if you didn't fill up with gas before the next? Well, that's just dumb. I know. But like but if something out of your control happens and you like don't have cell service or, you know, oh, that just freaks me out to no end. Truly. Ironically enough, 
As they started traveling through the night, the trailer Tony was pulling got a flat tire. This was about 10 hours into their trip. They're in the middle of pretty much nowhere. So the three pulled over onto the side of the road at mile marker 158 to assess the situation. From what the police report states, um, which is what Tony had stated, Tony and JD agreed that Tony would drive the truck to the nearest town to get a replacement for the trailer tire. So he ditched the trailer, took it off the hitch, and he was going to drive to the nearest town. Um, they didn't want to leave the trailer with all of his things in it behind. So GD and Penny stayed behind to babysit it and wait for Tony to come back, which Tony said he would come back for the both of them and fix the trailer. No, but he didn't come back. Ashley's face right now. I'm sorry. It's making me look like, uh, I don't like that. I think she's sweating a little bit. Yeah. Mm, sorry. <clears throat> That's okay. Sometime before 4 a.m. on August 22nd, for unknown reasons, J.D. and Penny drove the box truck from mile marker 158 to mile marker 164, traveling south towards Wickenburg. For reasons no one knows, J.D. then stopped the truck between the mile markers 164 and 165. He stopped the truck in a way that he was blocking the southbound lanes in the road, so he must have been just stopped in the middle of the road. So, um, by 4.09 a.m., a 911 call was made by someone traveling down the road. They stated that a man had blocked the southbound lane with the, his vehicle and that he was out of the car with his dog. The man was very agitated and upset, and he almost seemed as if he was kind of disoriented. But he was standing in the middle of the road, holding Penny. Hmm. Between 4.09 a.m., when the first 911 call was made... And 4.24 a.m. when the first officer was dispatched to the location between mile marker 164 and 165, three more calls came into 911. All of all different callers. That seems like a long time for. From the call to dispatch. Yes, that's a long time. Yes. Um, Each caller stated that the man, J.D., looked very shaken up. He was upset. He was disoriented and agitated. One caller stated that while J.D. was standing in the middle of the road, um, he just kept repeating, I just don't believe it, over and over and over again. Another caller said that she told J.D. she was on the phone with 911 and she was getting him help um, for whatever was going on with him. And he just responded back. Someone else said that they would send help, too, which is, like, really sad, you know, that he's, like, feeling, like, mm-hmm. you know, questioning this. Right. Um she then told him that he should probably get out of the middle of the road and sit on the shoulder to wait for law enforcement. JD said that he didn't want any help from the four documented witnesses that saw him. Something that stands out to me, this road is known for not being traveled very well. Why at four in the morning are these at least four people? That's four documented witnesses that saw him. I don't know if they're headed to work. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. Yeah, why would you commute two hours through a desert to work? There's little oasises sprinkled mm-hmm. on on these highways like this. These are the major towns, the two major towns. Oh, okay. So there's like little Wyatts and... Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Wyatts and Woodlands and Etna Greens and... Exactly. <laughs> The officer sent uh, from Kingman didn't get to the location until 4.49 a.m. When they arrived, they found the box truck still sitting in the southbound lane. No other people or vehicles were said to have been seen. They, 
What? So was his truck was pulled over and he, he as a person was blocking the lane or he had his truck like the truck was in the southbound oh, okay. lane and he was in the middle of the road. OK. Um, yeah. So when they arrived, they found the box truck still sitting in the southbound lane. No other people or vehicles were said to have been there. They reported that they did see a dog, assuming it was Penny, running around the scene. They tried to catch the dog, but failed to do so. And she ran off into the desert. Um, the officers then searched the area trying to find JD, but he was gone. So they took off um, down both directions of the road, hoping maybe he had taken off on foot to try to make it, you know, headway to the nearest town. And there was no luck. JD seemed to have vanished into thin air. I can't believe all those people left him. Yeah, me either. Here's the thing. Um, if they already are recognizing that he's disoriented, there's something going on, he's kind of erratic acting, I wouldn't feel comfortable leaving or sitting there with him, even would, with my doors locked. I think I would stay like at a safe distance because I'd be scared to get hit by a car or something. So I would I wouldn't be able to leave. I'd have to watch. Well, and what does dispatch? What would they say to those people? We already have gotten a call. There's already somebody coming out. So you already have. OK, no right. longer my problem. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like, I get it. I just, I don't think that I would, I don't think that I would leave, at, like, me personally. Okay. Well, yeah, just, I don't know. It's just like they were there, and then he's just gone, and it's like, oh, yeah, somebody would have stayed. Chunk. Like, what happened? Um, so police towed and impounded the box truck, which had distributing ink and got milk and huge decal letters on the sides and back. Um, side note, reading through the comments, allegedly the truck didn't have any plates, which I just find to be odd. It's unclear whether the police contacted Tony or he contacted them when he came back to his trailer to find the box truck and all of his things inside gone. Um, but Who? Sorry. Did they rent the box truck? I don't think so. Who? I think so he, he owned, owned it. it. So was we'll, it? We're, we'll okay. get to that. We'll I'm get sorry. to that. I, I need to start writing this down. I have so many questions. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Not find his things gone. Find that JD and Penny are gone. Mm -hmm. um, but he recanted why he didn't come back to get JD and Penny that night. He said by the time he made it back to the nearest town to get a tire, all the stores were closed. So he chose to stay the night in the town until the store opened up, which it's 4 a.m. You'd think around 8, 9 o'clock. Right. Would it be easier to just camp out in the parking lot? Because you're going to drive so. there and come back and it's going to be, yeah. Exactly. Um, law enforcement had searched about a mile radius from where JD was last seen and came back with zero clues and Penny has never been recovered either. One of the most bizarre things about this case is that police didn't know the box truck was actually Tony's and still to this day, Tony is living in Mississippi and has never got the truck back. It's still repossessed in I know in an impound lot and he never came and got his things out of the box truck which that's fucking weird that's suspect I mean maybe he kept on with his journey to Mississippi and felt um like it was just too much of a hassle oh um, but he could leave his friend out there by himself with it all night because he didn't want to leave it there by its sorry yeah no <clears throat> yeah I agree that's weird um, that's weird I know if my friend went missing on the side of the road my plans would come to a complete and total halt Thanks. but that's just me you're Thanks. welcome <laughs> 
She's got my back. She does. So I checked out JD's Facebook profile, and in the beginning of August of 2021, JD had posted that he was homeless. Um, he made a post on August 6th that said, if I die tonight, tell my son Connor I love him with all of my heart. He later, like, updated that status and, like, edited it mm-hmm. um, and said, because uh, people started, like, panicking, thinking that he was suicidal. And he said, no, my bad. I'm living in the woods in Jackson because housing is so fucking expensive and there's a big-ass thunderstorm on top of me. Come on, people. I would never puss out like that. Sorry, I, I did not clarify. Then he posted another status that same day, shortly after, that said, sorry, everyone, my bad. I should have clarified. And remember, I will not and would never commit suicide, period. I'm in this motherfucker no matter what. The gods will take me whenever. So that rules that out pretty much. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of haunting reading Mm -hmm. that, knowing the circumstances. Yeah. Damn. So most of the searching that has gone on to find JD has been all on the backs of his family and his friends. Um, a lot of them can't make it out to Arizona to search the Hearts Deserts. Uh, I mean, he's from Wyoming. How old was he? he or is he? He was uh, 30. He was born in 78. 78. So, or 40. <clears throat> yeah, my mom was born 44. in 70. He's 44. Uh-huh. I probably shouldn't say that, should I? <laughs> she gonna kill me? God, okay. Damn. Yeah. Um, There have been several detectives that have reached out to them, and they have started a GoFundMe to help provide money to hire a private investigator. Now, there are a lot of details that they have stated they aren't relaying to the public. My questions and concerns are a cell phone, because it was clear that he had one since he was posting one, or posting on one in the woods um, when he said he was homeless. Um, And that wasn't long before the trip when he mm-hmm. went missing uh there was also a friend that stated that they had been texting back and forth with jd the saturday of the trip yeah i'll let you finish i'll let you finish <laughs> uh there have been many reports of men in arizona that look similar to jd specifically wearing kilts there was one that i know i saw on the facebook page that looked an awful lot like jd but it turned out it wasn't um but there are so many people that are are looking for him. Um, there have also been several remains that have been found, but so far none of them are JD either. I also think it's important to note that JD was not physically in great shape. He had a bad knee and was often wearing a brace because of his knee. It was so bad that sometimes he even used a cane to help him walk. So I think this is important when it comes to theories of what could have happened. Speaking of theories, do either of you want to theorize what may have happened? Because I have some and this is merely speculative and my brain flipping around this whole story. Well, we we don't think he committed suicide. No, I I don't. don't We don't think he just got brave and walked off because he wasn't a great walker. Mm hmm. So, and the dog's gone too. Yes. And and the friend never came back to look for said dog or friend or he came back all of his items from his home. Uh, see, that's where I'm, I'm missing some information mm-hmm. because did he come back, see JD was gone, call the police or did he go to a police station in that town and say, I can't get a hold of my friend 
and then they went there. Like, how did that whole so interaction go? We are under the impression that he called JD and was like, hey, I am staying the night in this town. They don't know. How do they not know that? They can check the phone shit? Well, how do you know if he called, how would you know? Like, if, what he said on the phone. Oh, oh, no, no, yeah. I mean, I guess you wouldn't know that because I don't yeah. see if the, there was a phone call made. Yeah, I don't know if he contacted JD and <clears throat> said, hey, this is what the plan is, or if he just stayed there, or that is part of the story that doesn't exist at all. Right, because they can say... Why did JD leave? Why did he go from one mile marker to the other, leaving the trailer behind? You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, with the box Because that was the whole point of him staying there. yeah, what happened? Was he like, maybe like like mushrooms or acid or something? I don't think so. I don't know. Hmm. Whenever someone says, uh, and they appeared disoriented and were saying weird things, I'm like, mushrooms, bro. (laughs) They took some mushrooms. I didn't see anything that, like, he... To like a any history of, of any psychedelics yeah. or anything like that. No. Mm. Wow. I'm interested to hear your theories because you're like in it, you know. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of information. So what do you think, Jay? You've been so quiet. I'm taking it all in. Take it in. We're, we're, we're once again, what what stretch of road? What, what, uh, what state? Highway 93 in Arizona. Arizona? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Arizona, there's a lot of people that go missing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The desert. Yeah. You know why? Chupacabra. Aliens. Or aliens. Oh, Roswell. So, I mean, That's honestly, I mean, I, I'm... Same thing. Yeah, that was New Mexico. But it's... Or New Mexico. Did I say New oh, Mexico? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we all suck. It's fine. Except for Jay. <sighs> People, this is what I have to work with. <laughs> Hold on while I solve this case. Okay. Let's hear it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, they're in the desert. Mm-hmm. It's late at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, for starters, let's let's go back to uh, what time did you say that the 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 trailer blew a tire? Four. Three. I don't it, I don't know the time when the trailer blew the tire. That's another thing I couldn't find is the okay. exact time that because they determined. Honestly, you've got uh, Tony. You've got to understand if you leave in the middle of the night to go get a tire fix, there's probably fucking nothing open. Yes. So you probably should have just stayed or left the damn trailer and, and both of you went into town and stayed the night. This is true. Unless they're thinking there's a 24-hour Walmart. Yeah, but even the even the tire center is not open there's, 24 hours well, And there's the not going to be a Walmart in the next town. You'd have to drive to, like you said, the, whatever, the wherever town. they were yeah. in that two-hour journey mm-hmm. to yeah. the next big town. So if he was sitting there and had an alien encounter... And he tried to escape it. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? He tried to drive away from it, you know, like you would. Mm-hmm. And he made it, what, four or five miles, you know, and, and by then is disoriented with what's going on. I mean, what, where would your brain and be? And he kept saying, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Jeremy, I'm with you. I'm with you, brother. So did they come back and, uh, you know, did they come back for him? Interesting thing. Do they know how long... Or do you know how long after... So the police were called by four different witnesses. Mm -hmm. They were there at different times or were they all four there at the same time? I think it was all different times. Okay. Do you know how much time passed between the last witness and when the cop actually physically got there? Yes. The first call that was made was at 4.09. And the police got there 40 minutes later. 
Yeah, but see, the first and last call could have been made from at 4.15, Kingman. or it could have been made at 4.30. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, that's but still, there's not a lot of... That's not that's, a lot of time. Yes, that's not a lot of wiggle room, in my opinion. Can I, can I say one more thing? Go ahead. Okay, so you're out on this road alone with someone who's potentially homeless, right? It's not someone that you want to rob, really. You know, so what would be the motive if his friend actually... No, because the witnesses saw him, so his friend didn't kill him. I don't fucking know. What do you think? Unless he came back. Right? Mm-hmm. But that's not a lot of wiggle room between... It's not because then he'd have to go back yeah, how and far, then come back again, right? How far away was the town that... Uh, I don't know. I couldn't find that information. I don't know what town he went to to get the tires. See, and that's crazy because this away. is not a murder case. This is a missing persons case. They need to release more details. That's ridiculous. No, it's not because they're releasing what they know about JD, which is the missing person. Because there's no proof or any, any allegation play, that yeah. there's foul play or Tony Tony saying, I don't know what happened. This is what I know. So why would they have to release that information? Because it doesn't concern JD directly. Yeah, I mean, I guess someone could have even stopped and picked him up. He could have hitchhiked to California fucking... Well, he obviously Crazy. knows how to live off the grid. I mean, if he's living exactly. in the woods. And yeah, but he can't live off the grid in the desert. So he definitely would have had to hitch a ride Right, somewhere. right, right, right. Hmm. And he stole Penny. Wow. But Penny was... JD's dog or was it Tony's dog? Tony's dog. dog. Okay. And from my understanding, she was she was a rescue, but she was still kind of a puppy because she still had some puppy teeth. Mm-hmm. But the police say they think they saw her, but they're also out in the middle of the desert where there's like coyotes, and yeah, koi dogs, yeah, wolves, right. And I mean, if this was Chupacabras. a this is a domesticated dog, if it saw humans, it's not going to be afraid. It's going to want to be with humans. Know, she was just recently rescued. Rescued. So she yeah, might. I guess you're right. If it was Shaka when She'd I first got her, she wouldn't. She she would not come near you. You're yeah, right for sure. You right. You right. So the first theory I have, obviously, Tony had something to do with this. Maybe they got in an argument um, when he came back. Uh, like maybe he did come back for JD and Penny. I'm not sure. Uh, but like I said, it doesn't give a whole lot of wiggle room between the four people that called 911 and when the police got there. And this is 2021, right? Yes, that's yes. insane. I want to see camera footage of whatever store he slept in the parking lot of. Like, I have so many questions. Mm-hmm. Would there be camera footage? Because if it's a it. rinky-dink little town, maybe not. Yeah. Um, some people yeah. speculated, could he have been delusional from the heat and lack of water? Maybe he was dehydrated. This was a big theory thrown out. But in my opinion, it doesn't seem to hold. Um he would have had to have had zero water for quite a while to get to that point, in my opinion. And it's not that hot at 4 a.m., is it? Isn't it chilly? In the desert? No. In the desert, it would be... It's dry. It just sucks Yeah, but I heard that you. it gets really cold after sundown. It can, but it's also insanely dry. Hmm. Um, could he have been attacked and dragged out into the desert by, like I said, Anything, wildlife, yeah. a person... Maybe. Um, could he have been picked up by someone with ill intent? Maybe someone in a gang, the cartel. They're really close to the border. Um, could he have wanted to go missing? He clearly stated that he would never unalive himself. So I definitely don't think he went off into the desert to hurt himself. Yeah. He Alexander super tramped it. Yeah. Uh, could he have had a mental break or maybe even got hurt and he's in a hospital not knowing who he is? Uh, his family has contacted all surrounding jails and hospitals in the area and even looked into some John Doe's. 
Whatever the case may be, hopefully his family and friends can gain some kind of closure on where J.D. is and what happened that night out in the desert. So James, J.D., or Mojo Daniels Jr., is now 44 years old. He's of mixed ethnicity, black, Native American, and white. I will say that he does um, come off as looking more white, um, like white passing. I'm going to look up a picture. Um, he has dark hair that usually is cut into a mohawk and dark brown eyes. He's five foot, 11 inches. And at the time he went missing, he was uh, roughly 185 pounds. He has a tattoo of his last name, Daniels, across his back. And you can check out our social media pages to see photos of JD. If you were in Arizona at the time of August 21st and 22nd in 2021, and you have seen a man that fits JD's description or saw that box truck, or even the trailer on the side of the road, please contact authorities. These little things can add up to finding JD and giving his loved ones closure. Um, both the Havapai County where um, JD went missing and the Teton County PD of Wyoming are investing his disappear- investigating his disappearance. And you can contact the Havapai County Arizona Sheriff's, Sheriff's Office at 928 928- Seven 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 two seven one, or the Teton County uh, Wyoming Sheriff's Department at 307-733-2331. And I will be posting those phone numbers in the show notes. Oh, I hate these episodes. I know. So many questions. It's so easy to speculate, but also really hard to speculate, mm-hmm. too. Oh, boy. Yep. Pretty crazy. Um, Like I said, I've been following this one on their Facebook page for a while, hoping that there would be some kind of... so recent. I mean, God forbid, it just seems like... It's been a year and a half. I just don't get it. Like, okay, I get there's no... Doesn't look like there's any foul play. Okay, but also he's just gone from the middle of the desert. Can we freaking ping his phone? Can we? Yeah, you know I'm what I mean. I'm so there's... curious about the phone. I'm so curious about whether it was if he had a phone. Um, like I said, I, I was reading through the comments that somebody had said that they had been texting him the that Saturday of the trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like okay. But they deal with missing person cases, I'm sure, in, like we talked about earlier in the desert. Yeah. So they have to have a pretty good, like, procedure mm-hmm. for uh, adult missing person cases. Mm-hmm. So I imagine they probably ran it through that. Yeah. Man, that's sad. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mama. Did you look up a picture, Jay? What are you looking it. at? I'm, I'm looking at that Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Uh, October 13th, it was his 44th birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, there's not like a really good picture, like a more current picture on here. I guess this would be current a... Current picture of what? This would be a... Of JD? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are the ones I saw. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Just looking over the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we uh, we like to have fun here at Murder Nerds and... But we never take these kind of things lightly. I hope they figure it out. Um, I mean, you know, 
it's as it's as logical an explanation to say aliens as as it is to say that somebody just come along and kidnapped him or he caught a ride and he's living in California mm-hmm. or um I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully hopefully they figure it out. Young guy. Yeah, I always seem to pick these cases where you literally it the 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 speculation's endless. There's endless possibilities mm-hmm. of what could have went on. And I don't know why I do that to myself and you guys and the audience where you guys uh, have to sit and well, it's, use it's, your thinkers. Yeah, I like to use my thinker. I like to mm-hmm. I like to figure it out and understand it. Yeah. Try to come up with something. Penny was a pretty dog, wasn't mm-hmm. Well, I didn't see Penny. Yeah, those King Charles Cavalier Spaniels are just gorgeous. He's going to pick up his laptop and completely turn it around. Oh, she's so cute. Isn't she cute? Yep. Pie? Oh. Man, yeah, she would get eaten by a lot of stuff pretty quick. Yeah. That's a small dog. Yep. Yeah. All right. Interesting case there, Oh, it's Alicia. Connected, yeah. And I'm not going to stop there. In <laughs> two weeks, I'm going to have one that's just, just as, as bizarre. interesting. Oh, boy. Mm. So you're going to do another missing persons? I am. Okay. Hmm. You're welcome. Hmm. You know what? Sneak peek, I'm covering a, a case, a male case next week, too. Really? Mm-hmm. Two dudes in a row. Hmm. Wouldn't be a first. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jeremy immediately knew where that was going. I watched his hand slowly creep to his face. <laughs> oh, all right. Thank you all once again for tuning into this podcast and getting more eyes and ears on cases and stories that are lost to time. Uh, missing people in unsolved cases will forever be the root of this show. So if you want to know more um, and where to find us, just check us out on Facebook or Facebook. Facebook. What the hell is that? Is that something new? <laughs> Facebook. You, got, you young kids in you his Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> I didn't even know. Haven't even got me an Instagram yet. <laughs> in- Instagrampa over there. Oh. Instant, instant daddy. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Good gravy. If you want to know where to find us, check us out on Facebook or Instagram by searching Murder Nerds. And if you need to contact us, whether it be to talk about a case, give us some recommendations, or even tell us that you love us, uh, those are the best places to get in touch along with our email, which is murdernerds at gmail.com. Do it. Feel free to jump on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to subscribe and give us a rate and review. This is the best and easiest way to support the podcast and everything we are doing here at Murder Nerds. Do it. If you'd like to help the podcast monetarily, we do take donations through Anchor to make up uh, for when we don't have ads. So you can choose a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99, or $9.99. Every cent goes right back into this studio and right back into this podcast. And if you need something else to listen to while you wait for next week's episode of Murder Nerds, I'm sure you'd love the other shows that are in the Golden Mojo Entertainment family of podcasts. The Call Guys, Golden Image Podcast, The United States of Paranormal, Indiana Chiefs fans, and our freshest and newest little baby, A Court of Books and Booze, all of which will be linked in the show notes and on our social media pages and wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. Way to wrap it up. Thank you. Well done. So that's it for us today. And if you haven't been told today, 
You're doing great. Look at you go. You made it. You're doing things. You should be proud because we're proud. Right, guys? Right. Yep. So keep it up, you superstar. (laughs) You crazy fucking diamond. You shine. Oh, shine bright like a diamond. (laughs) We love you, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.